Good day, everybody, and welcome to One Life Live It podcast. I'm your host, Steve Callahan, and so incredibly blessed that you're here with us today. So I touched on this a little bit last week, but I really wanted to kind of digest things. I really wanted to kind of take what was in my head and my heart and the notes that I had accumulated and kind of just decipher it all and put a little bit together. But I'm back. And I'm back from the beautiful, beautiful, friendly, sunshine state of Florida. It was an amazing getaway. It was an amazing escape. And for those of you that are listening all over the globe, and we're so fortunate to have a global community, um, I'm traveling from the tropical island of Newfoundland, not so sunny, uh, through the border for the first time in a number of years, and we traveled to Florida. It was an incredible vacation. Uh, great time to get away. Um, so many things I'm trying to literally unpack, uh, both physically and mentally, but it was an incredible vacation. It was a symbol that the world has continued on. And I look at so many of the struggles that we are having back home, uh, mostly mentally, that really having a tough time moving forward. Uh, the beautiful state of Florida has had no trouble moving forward at this point. I'm not here to argue statistics. I'm not here to argue numbers or anything like that. I'm just where we are to right now. It was absolutely beautiful to see uh, everything being able to take place, whether it's been uh, visits to restaurants, to uh, shopping areas, walking the downtown area of Disney and uh, taking in uh, the hockey games and, and the service that was in place was absolutely stunning. Uh, the football games and everybody mingling and all part of uh, an incredible, incredible time. So it was really, really special. And certainly I can take this to a whole different level and talk about so many different things. But I am gonna share with you some takeaways. A few things I picked up a while away when policy becomes more important than people, business dies. Now I want to share a story with you. Before we left, we had to become and show proof that we were double vaccinated, that we were, uh, we had negative tests and we paid a lot of money for those negative tests here in the tropical island of Newfoundland and the country of Canada. A lot of money to private companies uh, upon leaving and visiting St. John's Airport, Toronto Airport, and Orlando Airport, we were not asked once for proof of anything, which now started to make me think. We enjoyed the vacation, and on the way back home, we were graciously met, graciously met, um, by Elaine at WestJet. Now, previously to meeting Elaine at WestJet, and I say her name because she was a leader. 
we had to get a negative test on the way back home to which it cost us $0 at Walgreens and a drive up service with results in 45 minutes. So peaceful, so much peace of mind. Now, before I get to Elaine, because I will, it was an incredibly peaceful time for a period of nine days. Good weather, good mindset, good people, good food, good books, good energy, great music, everything that you need for your heart set and your mindset, everything that you need. And when I think about those things, the only time, and I communicate this globally, the only time I experienced negativity was when I checked the twit box and I could see back home, there was nothing but cries. And when I say back home, I mean the tropical island of Newfoundland. All I could see was extreme negativity about gas prices, about COVID numbers, about sugar taxes, and about the weather. And it made me think, we get this one life. We get this one life. And we really need to embrace it. I noticed the negativity more and I was able to cut it out quicker by doing so. And it makes me think how important it is for the things we hear, the people we are around, the things we read and the things we watch. So incredibly important to our mindset and our heart set. And that's really what matters. But I wanna to get to Elaine because I noticed so many times the leaders that are really spinning this globe in the right direction. I want to talk to you about Chuck and his dog. I want to talk to you about Ray at Outback Steakhouse. I want to talk to you about Darcy in Halifax with WestJet. Then I'm going to talk to you about someone whose name I really didn't want to remember anymore. And that was somebody at leadership level at WestJet in Toronto. I'm not here to beat up on WestJet. If anything, I'm going to lift them up today because I'm going to share with you some names of incredible leaders that they have. But I want to tell you a little story, of course. We're driving to the airport and we stop in for some gas. We have to gas up our vehicle. And as we pull up, I get to look around and I see Chuck and I see Chuck and his dog and his dog is so extremely devoted to Chuck. He looks up at him with huge eyes like our dogs do and he's so proud of Chuck what's Chuck's job it's to change the garbage at the gas station to take out the empties to do something with them and to change over the garbage I looked at Chuck I looked at how, how admirable his dog was looking at him and I wanted to talk to Chuck I wanted to introduce him I wanted to know his name I said what's your name and he said Chuck Obviously, we had interacted and we talked a little bit. I could see how much pride he had in his work. And it was changing garbages. You see, Chuck was a leader who didn't have a title. And so many times we strive to be the CEO, the CFO, the COO of a company. We look for a name tag, a badge, a ribbon, a medal, an award before we want to become leaders. We live in a world where everybody wants to tell you how to make leadership decisions, but nobody wants to make that decision. Chuck makes that decision every day. Let me tell you about Elaine. 
as we got to the airport, we had so many questions. We were stressed. We were trying to make sure we did the right things. And Elaine just pulled us aside. And she gave us a little joke and she just made sure that everything was relaxed. She was a leader. She didn't have a title. She was the president of WestJet before anybody told her she was the president of WestJet. She calmed us down. She told us what direction to go in. She told us what paperwork we had to have filled out online, what apps we needed to have. She just made the experience, which is what was all this is about. So happy, so peaceful. And we just moved along. We had met Chuck. We had met Elaine. Then we sat down for some lunch. And we met one of the sweetest ladies you will ever meet. We met Ray, who served us at Outback Steakhouse. And it was incredible. It was just like having lunch at mom's. She loved what she did. She loved what she did. She was a leader without a title. And that was special. She made us feel comfortable. She made us feel relaxed. She shared stories of not her first husband, but her second husband and all the life experience she had with that. That's what was important. That's what she shared. She made us feel important. She was a leader without a title. That's who Ray was. Now, when we arrived in Toronto, um, due to some other outstanding issues, we had missed our connection. We had lost our luggage. And we were put in the presence of a senior advisor of WestJet. And um, they couldn't give us a solution to our problem. They couldn't help us find our luggage. They couldn't put us up in accommodations. They couldn't offer us a meal voucher for the inconvenience that we had. And I failed to even remember the name of the person. I really didn't really want to know. I'm sure the person's a great person. She's just following policy over people. And she's just doing what her job is meant to be. And I get that. I get that, especially in a world where sometimes we can be lucky just to have a job. But see, life is about experiences. Business is about experiences. And leadership is about experiences. And I am thankful for the experiences I have had. And I didn't have a good experience in that moment. Until we got to Halifax, we met Darcy. You know, Darcy had, he had a nice suit on, a nice tie. We couldn't find our luggage to this time. But Darcy was going to find that luggage. He put on a safety vest. He got his warm clothes on and he went out of his way to try to find our luggage. And I remember Darcy's name as much as I remember Chuck's name, Elaine and Ray. And I'll never forget those names because they led and they were leaders without a title, without a name badge, without some letters attached to it. They weren't the CFOs, the COOs, or the CEOs. They were boots on the ground. They were what true leadership is all about. See, Martin Luther King Jr. said, anybody can be great because anybody can serve. And they were serving. And they made me realize the importance of leadership every day. Even though positions are important for the good of any organization, 
And all the stakeholders really truly need to be leaders. Leadership is no longer about positions, but about passion. It's no longer about the image, but the impact. Time is really about distributed leadership. That's all what it is right now. Every single person who works within a business, for example, owns the responsibility of showing leadership at their craft. Moreover, in a business world without titles, there's four important tactics one should think about and use. Number one, I want you to think about these. If you need to make a note, certainly do so. Number one, you can't lead yourself, you can't lead others. We have no business leading others into greatness if our own personal lives are a train wreck. Work every day at making your life that much better. You're never gonna be perfect, nor do you wanna be. But if you can have the opportunity to change things, what a great opportunity that can be. Being successful in the game of life precedes great leadership. Face whatever personal issues you've been dealing with, head on, clean up, and move forward on all fronts. That's the only way. Number two, never make anyone feel as if there isn't room in the lifeboat. That's cool. Never let anybody feel like they don't have any room in the lifeboat. See, no matter the mistake, no matter what mile a person is at on their road to mastery, always be ready and willing to throw a lifeline. Lend a hand, offer insight, donate your time, run out for coffee. Everybody on board, everybody rowing, all in the same direction. Never point a finger. When you point a finger, there's three pointing right back at you. Just remember that. The winners understand a strengthening capacity at every level, in every position, is the way to win. Number three, I want you to watch the movie Draft Day, starring Kevin Costner. This film teaches us how to eloquently execute astonishing acts of leadership and belief in the human spirit, and I'll leave it with that. Just watch the movie Draft Day and watch it for his belief in the people around him and his respect for the people around him and his appreciation. Number four, stay strong. Secure your oxygen mask first before assisting others. I love that. I mean, in times of struggle, if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of the person next to you. Do you know where your oxygen comes from? Routine, challenging exercise, healthy eating habits, sleeping deeply and doing what makes me feel alive or excited is my oxygen. It's what keeps me strong. Refuse the lifestyle, the habits and the circumstances that weaken you. Great leaders don't just own their full potential on the floor of the field. They claim their potential in all domains of life. You can't be great in one arena and mediocre in another. Each of us are born in a genius with those words, this incredibly interesting metaphor is opening up and continues with, on the other hand, most of us die in mediocrity. Just think about that. Just think about that. Each of us are born into genius, but we die in mediocrity. 
See, you don't need a title to be a leader. We as humans have the power to decide our role in the world and putting meaning to it. You don't have to ask Chuck to be a leader. You don't have to ask Ray, Elaine, or Darcy. They're already leaders. They're already stepping up. They're already boots on the ground. We as humans have the power to decide our role in the world and putting meaning to it. This meaning will create success because we believe in it and stand by it. Success is not born out of luck. As a result, we grow into our confidence in our work. I want you to think about some things. Do your absolute best every day and learn. How can you improve on that at the end of the day? I want you to think about that. That comes from journaling. That's where that comes from. It comes from those things. Those things that we'll look back on. I want you to inspire, influence, and eloquently level up and lift each other up daily. I want you to drive positive change. Don't focus on the negative or the impossible. We can all lead this world. Treat everyone with respect, kindness, and appreciation. I want you to think about a couple of more things. I'm going to leave you with three. I know as a realtor, we can't remember more than three things anyway. So as a realtor, I'm going to leave you with three. I want you to think about Chuck, his position, his job in life, so to speak. Do you think his job was to change garbages? Or was it just to make his area a beautiful place to be? to give everybody an experience. See, he was, a, he was a wizard of wow. Number one, don't judge a book by its cover. The idiom is more powerful than you think, and it takes years of practice to perfect. We all have our own prejudice, and it seems to be human nature, or perhaps a flaw, when in a few or in a new situation or meeting new people to sum them up based on their appearance, attire, or some of their visuals. We can often get things very wrong. See, if I just looked at Chuck and how the, how the way he looked, I may not have made the, the notion to go speak to him, to go get to know him, to say thank you. But he made me feel great and I wanted to meet him. That's leadership. Number two, life is a continuous lesson. Often we are in the immediacy of a situation. We develop tunnel vision and can only see what is right in front of us without having the clarity of mind to absorb everything in context. But upon reflection and throughout evaluation in the situation with an open mind, we can digest and assimilate lessons from the experiences learn and grow from it every person and experience we encounter is meant to teach us something about ourselves and enrich our lives chuck elaine ray darcy they 
taught me something about what I can do. If we acknowledge this and constantly work on it, we will evolve and improve upon the person we were yesterday. I'm thankful for them. Number three, I want you to treat everyone equally. A strong element that I hope you can take from this is about treating everybody equally, no matter what their position or status is. I found this saying on Pinterest that says, you can easily judge the character of a man by how he treats those who can do nothing for him. I've encountered people who have an inflated sense of ego and status and treat people that they feel are beneath them in undue manner. And I quote Maya Angelou, people will forget what you've said or done, but will never forget how you made them feel. Chuck made me feel special. Elaine made me feel special. Ray made me feel special. And Darcy made me feel special. Small steps over time generate big results. And failure, on the other hand, comes from a few daily acts of neglect that over time lead to disaster. So if we want to experience the fulfillment of achieving our goals, we need to visualize it and work towards achieving them every single day. I want you to master your craft. Whatever it is you do, just master your craft. You can be a true leader in no matter what aspect of life you're involved in. What you may think is a job can be an experience for somebody. I remember the time I stayed at a hotel and I had a note that was left on my nightstand, my night table next to me. And it said, Mr. Callahan, it was a pleasure to be able to service you. And if there's anything that I can do to make your experience better, please let me know. It was signed by a person who had looked after my room. And I thought that was so incredibly special because she took the time to just get my know my name. She wasn't looking for something. She just knew that her mission was to make sure that somebody else's experience was absolutely amazing and it was and if anything it was unforgettable everything evolves and we need to keep pace with the changes in our fields to ensure we remain relevant and informed i thank you chuck i thank you elaine thank you ray and i thank you darcy i thank you for being leaders without titles you've inspired me and i hope that i can inspire those to recognize that what we, we may seem as a daily small step can be an incredible movement towards a better life. That one life that we get to live. I'm so incredibly blessed that you're here for episode 22 of One Life Live a Podcast. Continue to be part of the movement. Continue to be giving of, to being a life nudger to continue to keep people on their rails. Don't let them get knocked off. Lift them up. Be a lifter, not a leaner. Don't lean. Be strong. All right? Create that foundation uh, with friends and family. That is so incredibly important. If you can, please leave a comment below. Reach out to me if need be. I'm going to ask you to please like and share and subscribe to this podcast. 
We are live on YouTube, Apple, iTunes, Google, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Alexa, and iHeartRadio. You get one life. Live it. Take care.